Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I'm Matthew. And if you are listening to this podcast on the day it comes out, then tonight we are doing a live Christmas flat share slam down. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho, ho is right. Breaking news fresh out the grotto. Get on down to Pappy's Flat Share Slam Down tonight. Uh, online, of course, we've got two incredible guests, Josie Long and John Richardson. Oh, Ooh. yes. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be so good. You can get tickets from eventbrite.co.uk, uh, E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E.co.uk. Uh, there's a ticket link on our Twitter, at Pappy's Tweet. There's on our on our Facebook page. Um, and there'll be one in the show notes for this show. But it starts at 8 o'clock. Uh, it's online. You can watch it from the privacy and comfort of your own home. And it's going to be really, really fun. So get on down. Exactly right. At the time of recording, we have yet to write the 12 days of Christmas, though. So uh, yeah. that, is, that, is, that, is, that is pressing. It's Monday we, we, morning on the uh, on the week of the show. You might be yeah. able to... Maybe you can sniff the doubt in our voice that it is going to actually be a treat. <laughs> We're never sure of that until we've got the 12 days in the bag. But rest assured, listen, yeah. dear, we'll be there by then. I tell you uh, anyway. You, tell you what you can sniff, though, is the advocate on our breath. Oh, my goodness. we've already started. Absolutely. You've got it, you know, I, I consider the Advocat to be uh, festive inspiration. It's liquid inspiration in the same way that uh, Tuborg was liquid soundtrack. <laughs> Big shout out to Tuborg there. Big shout um, out to right. Tubes. Let's get into today's episode. It's an absolute treat, well, before, isn't it, Before today? we do, we've had a few messages. Um, I thought you might want to hear, Parry. Oh, um, okay. I'll be the judge of that. So, um, well, ex- exactly. Yeah, you will be the judge of it. Um, so... <laughs> This is from Nat via pappiesflatshare at gmail.com. If you would like to join Nat in getting in touch, that's the email to do it. Pappiesflatshare at gmail.com. And Nat writes, All right, gang. Some fancy old school restaurants or clubs have Welsh rarebit or cod's row on toast as part of the dessert section. Can confirm it's a great way to end a meal. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Nat. Basically, this I, idea of I there being... I did want to hear that. Yeah, I knew you did. This idea of you, of, of you rejecting desserts in favour of another... Like another savoury, mm. it's out there, man. Posh places do it. I always go. knew. I, was, I always had the suspicion I was posh. Yeah, I, <laughs> there's something I about the way thought, you carry yourself, isn't it? Yeah, I always thought deep down I could be posh, and that has just confirmed. Because there's a certain level of posh, right? There's a certain sort of type of posh person that is sort of do, sort of doesn't care. They've got a kind of a, a laissez-faire attitude. They're they're that level of posh that they are, they're almost feral. Yeah. And I think that's the kind of posh you might be. Yeah. Lawrence Fox posh. Lawrence Fox posh, exactly. <laughs> You're like a modern day Lawrence Fox. Um, Thank you. 
further further grist to this mill from Tom via the same email, pappysflatshare at gmail.com. Hey, gang, I can confirm that it's certainly acceptable to have a starter for pudding. Maybe not socially, but certainly within the industry. I went out for dinner with my family many years ago, a delightful Italian restaurant in Godalming. When it came to desserts, again, posh, when it came to desserts, Three of us wanted one, but my wife didn't. She wanted something, but nothing appealed. When the server came to take our orders, out of nowhere, she ordered a cheesy garlic bread. We were shocked, to say the least, and ready for an uproar, but the woman serving us simply replied, yes, of course, without batting an eyelid. Five minutes later, three chocolate brownies and a garlic bread arrived. Easy as that. I hope that helps break the taboo. We can all hop on the starters for pudding train. Cheers, Tom. This does feel like the start of a social movement. It's a revolution. Yeah. It's happening. I am the Lawrence Fox of the restaurant world. Join me, guys. <laughs> we'll never eat sweets again. That, I mean, this is a political party that I could really get on board with. Yeah, I finally, struggle with maybe. politics, but when it becomes about a starter for a starter for pudding, I mean, yeah, that, I understand that. Maybe the, poli- the party's going to be called Starter for When. Oh, I like that. Um, it's not bad, is yeah. it? Uh, nothing from Clarky. Right, okay, well, let's, <laughs> let's get into... Well, a, t- a taste uh, of your own medicine then, Tom, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, now I know how it feels. Oh, real, oh, real cold sugar. That icy chill up your spine is not festive in any way. Um, but this, uh, this podcast is, though. It's really festive. Right. It's a Beef Brothers cold cuts. Um, it's a Beef Brothers cold turkey, in fact. Yes, oh, Beef yeah. Brothers Turkey Cuts with the brilliant Kieran Dowd is our guest. Um, his first ever podcast, so yeah. a podcast debut. Yeah, uh, very from exciting. the young, the young old buck. Yeah, um, so he was in- the he was the best newcomer at the Edinburgh Festival a few years ago. He's a brilliant comedian. He used to be a, a well, he's sort of still kind of a member of the Sketch Team Beasts, I guess. And in the, the way best that- newcomer, the best newcomer of the podcast. Yes, he's That's the best newcomer we've had on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely right. So enjoy the episode. We'll see you on the other side. Well, if you got a problem. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry bloody Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to our wonderful guest, Kieran Dowd. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. You know what? The hello, arrival. hello is not prefaced with ooh enough. In the 70s, everybody was saying, oh, hello. Oh, yeah. It was oh, hello. everywhere. Constant. Ooh. But ever since then, now it's definitely... You know, we've we've got to bring it back. I've got to say, especially well, for Christmas, it's been a tough year. It's been a really, really hard year for everybody. Now yeah, more than ever, the country needs an oh hello, oh hello, <laughs> oh hello. So, uh, Kieran, you're, you're, is it true you're going door to door in your neighbourhood offering oh hellos? Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's the my equivalent of carol singing. <laughs> so, like. Ulo, and then I give you a quid, and then off you, off you. Ulo, they give me a quid, they they pay me. Perfect, and then I'm off. Great. Halloween, good. it's exactly the same at Halloween, but they give you uh, chocolate, and it's more of a ooh, ooh hello. Oh, it's ooh, it's, it's a spooky. <laughs> oh, Halloween, exactly. Yeah, uh, we should as well say it's it's a, a one o'clock p.m. recording, and uh, Kieran is deep into a bottle of white wine. Yeah, and why not? It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday. It's coming up to Christmas. I'm I'm feeling very festive. I also haven't done a podcast before, so oh, ever. is this your first ever pod? This is my first one. I've turned down all the others, and there's been yeah. some big ones. Let me tell you. 
Yeah. But well, no, I'm not going to tell you because no, be no, please, 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 let's keep <laughs> that rude. secret. Uh, well, let's say less than Marin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've not had the WTF knock just around, yet. Around about Stuart Goldsmith. Right. Okay. I can. I can. I can work it, it was out. Stuart Goldsmith. You said no to Goldsmith. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to hate this next question, Kieran. Are you happy? <laughs> Delighted. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course you are. You've got a oh, bottle you, of wine on the go. You'd be fine on Goldsmith. There you go. <laughs> that's, well, that's the, what the, it is. I mean, the, the problem with the wine is I, I, I said to myself, oh, I'll have a lovely little rum and coke before I do this, and that'll put me right in the mood. But then, but we didn't have any coke. So now, so I've, what I found is I think a five-day-old bottle of wine <laughs> oh. that was in the fridge. You found the cooking wine. I found the cooking wine, and I'm into that. It's got a bit of a when you, bit of a tang in it. Ooh. When you do when you do go on Goldsmith, be careful about stocking up on alcohol first because we made that mistake when we did Goldsmith's record. We did yeah. our drunk episode of Pappy's first, and we were like, yeah. "Let's get drunk and do a drunk record." And then afterwards, we'll do Goldsmith's podcast that be really fun. And by the time we got to Goldsmith, we were battered and having this kind of career retrospective that got very emotional. That's what yeah. I'm worried about. I don't. I'm not ready for those questions. And you know that if somebody, you know, this is very inside baseball, but the Goldsmith has a podcast called The Comedian's Comedian, where comedians talk about their own comedy. It's very and, good. But it's, it's a fantastic podcast, but it's good for two reasons. You either hear about brilliant comedians being brilliant about comedy, or you hear about people talking about themselves in a very pretentious way, which is absolutely delightful. And I think we... Well, we were in both categories, depending on <laughs> from from moment to moment, we oscillated between the between both categories. Um, and yeah, I listened back to that. Well, you know, through gritted ears. <laughs> I listened to it, it was, myself. It was a tough listen. It was a tough. It was a tough oh, listen. God, yeah, I know. <laughs> really was. So that's you know, why you've you decided to say yes to our podcast. You thought, well, I'll start. I'll, I'll set the bar low to begin with. I'll, I'll ease just, in. I'll, I'll ease in. in. I, easier yeah. to have opinions about other people than myself. Well, yes. Let's 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 start. We, we, this is a Christmas. This is our Christmas special, by the way. It's beef uh, beef brothers cold turkey. Holy moly! So, well, I'm a huge fan of Christmas, so this is exciting for me. What is what's Christmas like for you ordinarily? Forget the the pandemic. What would it normally be like? Well, on a normal on a normal year I'd be going I'd be prepping to go back to Ireland for Christmas and so this back is back to the old country back to the old country the motherland uh, so this will be the first year that I don't do that God, um, does that, that sounds great is Christmas is, is that great going home in Ireland do you like it, I, I'm picturing packed pubs Guinness there's packed, all the stereotypes pubs. basically yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, it, it someone's is, got a fiddle on the go <laughs> well, look, there there are versions of Ireland, and that is not my one. Like that right. is down the country. I'm sure that is happening somewhere, but in my industrial grey town, it's more a brawl outside than a fiddle inside. <laughs> can I? Can, can, well, uh, ho ho hopefully both. Um, can you? Uh, will you be reuniting with the sort of the? The weird girl from school that you had a bit of an affair with, but you couldn't tell any of your coolmates about because she was the weird girl, and you've always held a candle for her. And you, she's going to be in the pub, and you're going to be in the pub, and you're going to sort of exchange glances, and then you're going to go outside and kiss. But if your friends see you, then you're in trouble. Is that what it's like? Well, there was a bit of that for a certain amount of time. Like I've been over here for uh, sixteen years, I think now, and right. so in the first maybe up to 10 years uh, you would go back and it would be the time when everyone came back and you would go to everyone would go to the same nightclub fusion shout out to fusion um yeah, fusion uh, and it would be a big night it was always st stephen's night 
Boxing Day um, and everyone would go out and you would see everyone you hadn't seen for 10 years. Um, that has become less so, but myself and my friend Harry are still going. And now it's just become... <laughs> You're the weird old it's, guys We've become the really weird old guys who are just there for one night of the year uh, and the the demographic has gotten so painfully young now and yeah. we... We every year we've gotten weirder. We we there was so you one are year. Like, you're you're the teacher in normal people now. Yeah. The, well, there was yeah. Two, there was two years ago. We decided that's it. We can't go back. It's off. And we just went to the local <laughs> pub and we we sat there and we had our drinks and we went out at closing time. But it, Christmas was missing something. It, yeah. it just wasn't the same. <laughs> it had ended at like twelve. We were still ready to go. There was nowhere to go at that point. It really lost something. So we went back the next year. They were even younger. We felt worse. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. And this year, I guess that oh, I don't have to make that decision. And I feel good about that. Fusion's been taken you, out, of the you've been out of the equation. You've been banned from, yeah. I'm going to be, I'll be Zooming. I'll be Zooming. I'll be FaceTiming <laughs> Harry on his own in Fusion. You're trying try house party into some random students Zoom Christmas. There are two Confusion. kinds of there are two kinds of fake IDs you can get to get into Fusion. One makes you older, the other one makes you younger. <laughs> and so Kieran has to get the fake ID, which brings like sort of let's say sixteen years off his age, just brings him right down. Just just too appropriate. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a right to be here, guys. <laughs> Well, hopefully this will be just like Fusion, uh, a bit of argy-bargy as we, as we delve into some of the beefs that our listeners have sent us. Thanks to everyone who sent uh, beefs in. Tom, do you want to start with yours? I think yes. it's a bauble beef. I love the sound of my own voice. Okay, so bauble beef <laughs> from Ben via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Get in touch, guys. Get in get touch. In. Get in touch. It's not rocket science. Get in touch. Hi, Crosby, Parry, Clarkey, and guest. I have a name. <laughs> Look, Stuart Goldsmith they just didn't think you'd ever do a podcast and they were like well I would guess Kieran Dowd but we all know that guy doesn't do podcasts sure fair enough long time listener most recent patron subscriber and first time writing in we love to hear all those things we have a beef that comes up with my family every year a long time ago in Bethlehem so the lonely Holy Bible, Bible says do you call long- it the lonely Bible it's like the lonely planet when I'm travelling around the Middle East I take the lonely bible with me um, this stable's got great reviews um, a long time ago when my younger sister was still at school we noticed when ordering her school photos that you could also order the school photo in a bauble yes please Whoa. obviously mum and I conspired and we bought it the bauble is transparent with her photo down the middle appearing on either side it's a pretty sizable bauble. You can't really miss it. <laughs> the argument arises when it comes time to decorate the tree. My sister obviously argues that it shouldn't go up. Classic. I believe it belongs front and centre on the tree. Awful brother. She often wins the argument, but then I secretly hook it back up on the tree. So Lovely you see stuff. it through the window if you come in through the back door. This normally doesn't go down well. I think it should be noted that there are plenty of family and childhood photos around the house and my parents have a much earlier and far more embarrassing school photo of me up permanently in the living room. For reference, my sister's school photo is from roughly age 16, mine is from age 11, we're both in our 20s now. Beef Brothers, please give us a verdict. Is my sister a Scrooge and should admit that having her school photo bauble up is just some Christmas fun? Or am I being mean and no one should have to have their old school photos outed like that for everyone to see? Cheers, everyone. Why? Ben. Why? 
Cheers, everyone. Bye. Sorry. Did you say cheers, everyone? Why? Why? Did you have an existential crisis halfway yeah. through that? Cheers, everyone. Why? <laughs> cheers, everyone. Why? What's the fucking point? Bye. Um, Can someone check oh, on Ben? Check he's all right. <laughs> I prefer cheers, everyone. Why? Um, <laughs> well, that's how we get to end today's podcast. Um, so, firstly, I love, I love everything about this. Yeah, yeah. let's. The, the the thing is, we've got we've actually got two that are quite that are quite similar back to back. So I wondered if we could uh, we could read the next one and then so, try and sort of uh, you okay. know we listen. It's Christmas. Let's try and multitask here. Okay, you've got to Can't do a lot, a lot of plate spinning. Just before uh, we get into the second one, Dowders, have you got a brothers or sisters? I've got What's one your... one younger brother. There we go. Okay, so we've got an older brother giving advice here. I'm, I, yeah. Okay. You're middle. Yeah, you're I'm a middle mid- child. Yeah, exactly. We're Clark middles, is middle. Yeah. I'm older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, We've okay. got no youngest, but that's still, still fine. Okay. We don't that's need okay. their opinion. No. <laughs> no, they've said that. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't have they, one. They famously. do not count. They get enough <laughs> love from mum and dad. Yeah. So just let's leave it. My youngest brother was the only one out of the four of us to be allowed sugar in their tea. Isn't that an outrage? That's a, what? what? No one else allowed sugar in their tea as kids. Be- because. Be- is that is that because by that point you were all allowed sugar in your tea, so you thought, oh, we may as well no. let him. No, no, we still weren't. What? That's so weird. We've never been allowed sugar in our tea. The youngest, Tim, allowed sugar in his tea. Insane when you look back on that. Well, I guess they, well, they you- looked at you and thought, well, they're going to be big no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> they're good, like the, the non-sugar thing hasn't worked out. They're, 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 down big, a they're, they're all big old boys up there. Let's just <laughs> let it slide. In for a penny, in for too many pounds. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. And, so do, and you, do you have sugar in your tea now as like a mom, sort of little rebellious act? Mom, no, mum's nickname for Tim was li- her, chick- her little chickadee. So chickadee, chickadee was allowed sugar in his tea. Outrageous. Outrageous. Such bias. Anyway. It's tough, let's isn't not, it? Let, let's not get distracted. No. We could go down that. We could go down that route of. But put it this way: spoiler alert. I'm going to be in big favour of having the sisters bauble on the tree. Well, I to- I've told you as well about. Um, I've told you about how um, I was l- taking guitar lessons, learning to play the guitar, right, for ages, go. and I was desperate, <laughs> desperate for an electric, desperate for an electric guitar, right? <laughs> I want to play an electric guitar. Mum and Dad, can I get an electric guitar, please? Because I want an electric guitar, and they're like, "No, no, no! Not until you've done your GCSEs, and even then, you've got to get the right grades and all this kind of stuff. You can't have an electric guitar. And maybe if you get a job and you save up some money, you could buy your own electric guitar. But we're not getting an electric guitar. One day, one day we're having dinner. Um, my youngest brother's just whacking knives and forks on the table, just indiscriminately whacking. They go, "Should we get him a drum kit?" And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" He's expressed no interest in having a drum kit. They bought him the drum kit. I said, "Look, I tell you what, I'm going to pay half of this drum kit." And it's going to be my drum kit to share with him. It sat in his room. He would use it as a clothes horse. He'd put his clothes over it. I would take the clothes off and I taught myself to play the drums out of spite. That's yeah. the only reason I can play the drums. I wanted, to, I wanted to play the guitar. She, that was a sheer spite. Uh, it was a, 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 a sheer spite tutorial. And you know, that is why you went on to write the Christmas song, The Little Drummer Boy. That's right. <laughs> it's actually about you and your struggles with your family, isn't it? Every parappa pum pum dripping with absolute bile. Peace on earth, can it be? No, it fucking can't. Not until you buy me an electric guitar. <laughs> just a just a squire. Come on, right? Let's let's read Clarkies and then we'll Come see on, if we squire. can. Squire, squire. <laughs> okay, I've got tree beef from Ricky, and uh, this one's via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Get in touch that way as well. Uh, what's up, chaps? What's up, chaps? What's up? Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, 
Here's my beef. My girlfriend and long-suffering housemate Molly believes Christmas decks should be modern and classy. Think white lights on tree and silver-dusted holly along the fireplace. I would say silver-dusted holly, not classy, but let's not get into that. I, on the other hand, love gaudy Christmas. I'm talking multicoloured tree lights, gold and red tinsel all over the place. And and silver-dusted holly. Yeah. And those cheap the one thing foil we can agree decorations. on. <laughs> yeah. And those cheap foil decorations hanging from the ceiling. Which one of us is right? Wow. Surely Christmas is time to be loud and gauche rather than cool and contemporary. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Cheers, everyone. Why? Um, oh, I tell you what, just very quickly before we move on, talking about uh, uh, Christmas tree uh, mishaps, as fell over in the middle of the night. No. <laughs> and the sma- I thought someone had smashed one of our windows. I, I thought we were getting robbed. I don't like the story. <laughs> I don't like a tree falling over. That happened. That happened to me while I was away in Ireland. I came back to a fallen tree, and my did oh, it make a sound? Um, nobody knows. But my favourite decoration was broken, and it was. Oh no! Oh, oh no! You you know. This this put but but a memory. This puts me in mind of. Uh, well, I say it puts me in mind. It happened to two days ago. My mother, <laughs> because we can't make it to, to we we can't be with her for Christmas. Posted us all little uh, baubles of a car with a um, uh, Christmas tree on top, like strapped to the top. And she said, Aww. because we can't be driving home for Christmas, we've all got one. So you know, my brother in my brother in Chatham, my brother in Liverpool, uh, my, my my sister uh, uh, up in the well, northeast. You're the brother. He bought, she bought them a real car. Look outside your window. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. We all texted thanks for the car, but I didn't check. <laughs> I would love it if she bought a new Audi TT for my three other siblings. And she's like, well, I have this bauble. There you go, you little drummer boy. <laughs> no, but the but my when I as I as I unwrapped it, I could I could feel it was it was fragile. I could hear a little bit of and the back wheels had shattered off. Mine was the only oh. one that broke. So I haven't even got my little driving home for Christmas bauble. Sorry to say this, mate, but it was broken before she wrapped it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Get the fucking message, Crossers. <laughs> it was it was half price in the shop, that was. I'll have those three working ones. And you see that one that's broken and shit? Can I get that for 50p? <laughs> right, so let's get, let's get into these beefs then. So, two big beefs here. Kieran. Yeah. Where do you right? What are your immediate thoughts about the big bauble with the face in it and gaudy Christmas decorations? Right, let's take them one at a time. Let's take the let's, let's take the face. My instinct is, you've got to Terrible. accept what your face used to look like. <laughs> that is so true. You, uh, yeah, it's very. I had when I was uh, my. In our back in Ireland, back in the motherland, oh, the I can old feel myself slurring. It now. <laughs> <laughs> Two reasons: one, you're oh. talking about Ireland; two, you're pissed out um, your mind at twenty he's past one. Himself an every fiddle. every year, we, uh, we would go on holiday down to a little house in County Kerry that my great aunt owned. That was our holiday for the year. But there was one year when I was 13, 12 years old, and we went to uh, Florida and we went to Disney World. 
Wow, hey. Can you believe it? What a Christmas. I mean, I didn't le- mean to leave that sort of gap, uh, that pause of, and it was Disney World. But <laughs> I am drunk and I have forgotten where the story was going. <laughs> so anyway, I had a nice life. Let's talk about the bauble. Oh, that's it. I had a, I had a caricature done in Disney World. <laughs> and my oh, family no. framed it in a really expensive frame with a, a little border around it and everything. And it was pride of place in my bedroom. And I hated it because I was an ugly child. And this caricature just... Accentuated as it's supposed to. You were a caricaturist, a caricaturist <laughs> oh, dream. And he, could you, oh, he was, he was licking his lips when you came. I've got, I got, Tom. Do you remember this? On we, 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 we once went on a uh, a trip ab- abroad with our youth theatre, and the, a caricaturist was trying to like. Uh, you know, like go around the airport and was like, oh, you know, I'll draw you, draw you picture for so much money, and and everyone was like, no, 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 and he pointed at me and went, I'll do this guy for free. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much of a caricature dream I was. So he ended up doing all of our caricatures, did a big caricature of all of us for free because he so much wanted to draw draw my ridiculous face. The caricaturist muse. <laughs> So I feel I feel yeah. your pain, mate. That's it's amazing that they had it framed. That's that's really because well, frame. the framing means you can't take it down because they've spent like at that point. I don't know what it costs to frame a picture, but let's say too, too much, much money. money. It is always so too much money. So you have the, the price of the caricature, the price of the framing, it, all of that together. This is an expensive bit of kit. It's now pride of place in my bedroom, and I have to look at myself all through my childhood and how awful I am. And it doesn't matter that I get a little bit better looking as the years go by. It doesn't matter that I learn how oh. to style my hair. It doesn't matter that the braces fix my shit face. <laughs> Nothing. I still have to look at that like it's a mirror and it's staring down but, at me. No, no, no. It's the, it's the caricature of Dorian Gray. You're getting better looking. <laughs> And that is getting worse. The more you look at it, you go, oh, God, would I really look like that? Because there's more distance between you and the caricature. It's actually quite a useful yeah. thing. Well, and, and so that brings us back to the bauble. You've got you to you accept who you were, who you've become, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You can't imagine. <laughs> Are you crying? <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> the, when you look, well, I mean, look, a normal bauble... Anyway, has your when you look at it, it has your face in it looking shit, right? That that that's the that's everyone's experience of looking at baubles. You look at any bauble, your face is reflected back in it, and it looks silly, right? So think yeah, about I it guess that that's true. Yeah, like you know, I don't want to get too well, philosophical about well, it. But I mean, that is so well, profound. I guess what I, you hope is that that <laughs> your you. your new boyfriend or your friends don't come around and look like if they look at it, they're looking at themselves. Whereas with this bauble, they are definitely still looking at your shit face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that that's a very, true. very good point. It's a good point. I mean, I, the, the thing is, the great thing about going back at Christmas time is that you get to sort of revert back to yeah. the kind of the relationships you have with your siblings that you don't really have the rest of the year round. You know, when you're just, you know, chatting on your WhatsApp or you're having occasional phone conversations or whatever it is, whichever ways you're, you're communicating. When you're all back in the same house, you become like sort of feral versions of your 14 year old self you're you're fighting each other you're taking the piss out of each other you're playing tricks on each other you're telling you're telling on your 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 siblings to your parents 
I think this is this is all the fun of the fair, this bauble. I think this is all it, the fun of the festive fair. Exactly. Right. Got What's the to, phrase? Something to my grist? Grist to grist my... Grist to the mill. Grist to the mill. This, this is, is all, all grist to the mill. This is all Christmas grift to the festive mill. This is exactly... Exa- you took the, the idea right out of my head, Crosby. I love this. Because we, we shouldn't solve this beef. This beef is part of Christmas. This yeah. is like watching Muppets Christmas Carol on a Christmas Eve. We can't take this beef away from these no, no, people. No, no, no. Because no, no, no. this is part of Christmas Day for them. The bauble debate, it can't be solved by us. Exactly. I mean, it this should does, never be solved. This does render the rest of the podcast slightly redundant <laughs> if we're saying Christmas beef should not be solved, as that is the central Look, purpose of the podcast. Right, let's just wrap this up. Let's get hammered. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Join me. Join me. Yeah, ex- exactly right. Or... Um, I'm, I'm genuinely tempted to go and crack into the fridge one. I've got to go back to work after this. That's what, that's what Christmas is. So the um, yeah, exactly. If if we if we solve this, because look look, where, where's this heading? In 10, 15 years time, when your sister's got a Christmas of her own, she's got her own Christmas tree. You're going to be smuggling that bauble in. Yeah. You're going to be sneaking it onto her tree. It's going to be all part of like your. Oh, look what Uncle! Look what Uncle Ben's done. <laughs> Not only has he bought us some rice, <laughs> you know, but like it's it's all good, clean Christmas fun, isn't it? I, I think what this what the the sister in this instance needs to do is not remove the bauble, but put something else somewhere around the house. Make a little model, like an Elf on the Shelf style model of Ben, accentuating all his weirdest features. I mean, I've got advice for Ben. No, not you, Clarky. <laughs> uh, um, right, this is what I'd say to Ben. Yeah. Take a picture of you laughing and pointing to the side. Send it to a bauble place. Get a new bauble made of you laughing and pointing and stick it next to your sister's bauble no, so yes. that you're laughing at your sister's bauble. The fun's just been doubled, my friend. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's Halloween. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. I was working in my workshop late <laughs> one night. Um, I don't know what's been said because I, I had to go to the door. And you went and answered the door. To, of course you did. Uh, was it Chris Kringle? <laughs> it was, yes. Okay, and, uh, it was a apologise for knocking face. your tree down last night. <laughs> Listen, I was making so, my Christmas deliveries and I sneezed on your tree. <laughs> oh, mate, wear a mask. Um, so, yeah, what I was going to say is like, and I don't know if this has already been said, but it's kind of, it's all part of the fun. You can't Christ. fuck Can you off not, halfway through. You can't you, leave and then come fuck back. Fuck off with... and answer the door and come back like fucking Confucius with the answer. No, we've, thank you. <laughs> we've already called it uh, Christmas Griff to the festive mill. You can't come in with all part of the fun. Come, that's not a punch up. Jesus Christ. How dare you? Clarky. Oh, sorry, mate. Really regretting ringing your doorbell now. Be honest. <laughs> be honest. Did someone ring your doorbell or did you go to the off license? Be honest, Dan. <laughs> There's an off-license downstairs. We know it's very the close off to your front door. The off-license rang me. It rang my doorbell and was like, mate, you've not been in today. What's going on? Um, Kieran, then. Let's, so we've, we've solved that one by not solving it. You wanted to do them one at a time. Let's, let's pick through this, this, this um, uh, festive decorations, gaudy decorations. Uh, uh, the gaudy here. thing. Look, I don't know. <laughs> Would you like us no, to remind no, you about no, it? I, 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 know, I, I still know what Gordy is. I, I, I can't 
figure out what I think about this. One of my favourite decorations on my tree this year is an alligator that's wearing a top hat and he's got a little tinsel um, neckerchief. And he's nice. disgusting, Ooh. but he's a lot of fun. <laughs> Where did that boy I come think from? my girlfriend's mother. I think so. I think that's yeah, where he okay. came from. And I love him. And he's disgusting, but I love him because he's disgusting. And so yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. That said, up, yeah, I we, I yeah, like yeah. a nice Christmas. I like Christmas to feel nice. I like the house to look nice. So there's a lot mm. of tasteful decorations around that. I think I think it's about finding a balance. Find a place for the gaudy. Find a place for the disgusting amongst the nice stuff. If, if it's full on tack... I, I think it'll be gross, but yeah. What do you feel about the outside decorations of the house? Because we, we, I've just moved to a new street, and it's quite a long road. And we are, if you're walking to our house from the station, you're going bloody hell. This is a nice road, but we are the first house of the shit half of the street. So halfway through the street, the houses all look different, and they all changed. And on our half of the streets, uh. All of the decorations are, you know, the big uh, robotic Santa yeah. that's waving, the, oh, the, wow. the Christmas tree that's moving around, uh, the, the thing that's projecting like snowflakes all over the house. That's our half. The other half is the, um, the sort of the dewdrop uh, lights falling down from the windowsill, that kind of Gorgeous. stuff. Now, next year will be kind of our, our first year when we've actually got, the, we've got a bit of a run up to it. We can actually buy all the Christmas decorations in time. Do we go for the gaudy? Because I quite yeah, like got, to. You've got you know, to decide who you want to the, be. The, the, the Santa hanging off the hanging off the roof with his legs wiggling. Do you know uh, be really funny to do? Split your split it. <laughs> yeah. Do That's, do half do half your house gaudy and half your house tasteful, and that way you're announcing to the street. I love it. We That's are a brilliant the, we, idea. We are the boundary. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. We've got we got a foot a in man both for camps. all seasons. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. We, but mostly, but mostly Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and for one season, the festive season. <laughs> Leave it up all year. Because the other a, thing is, well, people really go for it on Halloween, but Halloween, all bets are off. You, the gaudier, the better, really, on Halloween. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's, there's, there's no classic out on Halloween. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> trick, trick or trick. <laughs> trick that's, that's, <laughs> that's both trick and Ding trick, dong. Ooh, hello. <laughs> My dick's out. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have ding a Ding dong, check out my ding dong. Oh, Halloweena. Um, <laughs> Dick yeah. or treat. Dick um, or exactly. I am, um, I, yeah, I, I think my mom has, in recent years, moved away from buying a Christmas tree or even having a plastic Christmas tree that she puts up every year. She found, like, one of those, like, driftwood that's been repurposed as a oh. Christmas tree, what? like driftwood painted white and like assembled up a wooden pole. So She's like, a huge Travis fan. We should say this, it's shouldn't an, we? It's, an, <laughs> it's like an arty Christmas tree, and that's too far along. I think me. that is too far. That's, that's, that's almost that's not old. acknowledging Lanny Christmas Trump, exists. That's her vibe. Yeah, that's, <laughs> exactly. It's kind of too, you know. And so that's you need to row it back from there, basically. Right. To continue how, the nautical theme. How far? <laughs> I, I should say she's a lighthouse keeper. Sorry, I, I missed that out. My mom is Portland Bill. Um, so for Christmas, just about to say Portland Bill, and then I was like, that's too much. For Christmas lights, she just got one very big light that rotates, hasn't she? That's the only one she's got. I, I keep saying to her, paint the fucking thing green, wrap some tinsel around it. You're, you're on your way. 
Oh my god, lighthouse <laughs> keepers. Absolutely around the twist. Do lighthouse keepers do that? Paint there. I, I think sort of. I don't think they probably paint the bulb in the lighthouse because it's quite useful. The lighthouse, isn't it? Yeah, but at least, <laughs> for, not, at least for, not, rub, for people not dying. You know, wrap some tinsel all the way around your lighthouse so it looks a bit like a big Christmas tree. Well, I tell yeah. you what. Uh, I tell you what, Parry. You know, um, like traffic lights. Do they wrap a load of tints around them around Christmas time? <laughs> they no, they that. don't, because that stops people crashing their cars into each they other. They shouldn't. They should keep them all on at the same time. Or they should just, just have, have them blinking. constantly flashing. <laughs> it, 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 it did cause an accident. He wasn't wearing his seatbelt, but fortunately he'd wrapped himself in so much tint. <laughs> So what what are we saying? What are we saying? Do we go? Do we go? I mean, I, my my tendency is to go gaudy. I think my wife would prefer. Like I've bought a load of um, sort of crap porcelain figures from Home Base with batteries in them that like sort of Victorian men are sitting on a park bench, uh, cheersing each other with flagons uh, while people skate in front of them. Like that's my idea of Christmas. You stick that on the mantelpiece. It looks really classy. It lights up. Looks like a sort of a little festive scene. But uh, but Charlie doesn't want those out the well, box. Well, I think I think out, outdoors <laughs> you you go gaudy. I think maybe that could be the compromise. Outdoors you go gaudy. Yeah. That's for everyone to see. You make an absolute state of yourself. The the neighbours yeah. you get that's the neighbours talking. But inside you don't have to look at it. Inside you have the niceness, and I think that's maybe yeah. the way to go, and maybe compromise. See. So you're basically kind of fly-tipping your decorations. <laughs> Just put all the shit ones outside. <laughs> put all the shit ones outside on the road. <laughs> you were like, oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're definitely not weatherproof, any of them. This is so nice, we'll leave it in the street. <laughs> um, right, well, beef solved? Double beef solved. I think it has to be. Yeah. From the sorting out your beef. Beef solved. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Team! <laughs> yes! Oh, oh, bloody hell. My sister is hosting our family this year. Brackets total five people, all adults. She insists... That Don't worry, we're not going to dob you We're in, not mate. shopping you in. We're not those kind of podcasters, mate. She in- Who is this from, by the way? Um, Mary Francis. Mary Francis. That's a, a lovely, lovely Catholic name. name. From the gorgeous, gorgeous Catholic. Via Patreon, (laughs) please do subscribe. Email in if you. (laughs) (laughs) He's got it. He's got all the terms. He's got all the lingo. She 
insist that all guests are to put their feet up and relax. But I know that if we actually put our feet up and do nothing, she'll be stressed out, running around, picking up after us and getting everything done more or less single-handedly. Brackets again. Her partner does all the cooking, but she does everything else. She likes hosting and she's good at it. But 2.5 days of minding an entire household will, of course, be hard work. So how do I sneakily contribute, help out, and generally lower the stress levels without getting yelled at to get my arse back on the couch and relax? Or is that what she wants? A chance to yell, relax at me, while not having to actually wash the every plate herself. End. That's the right. end. I did it all. That- you did a beautiful. Can great. I just say a really, really? You're a good cold reader. There's a reason you get so many of those adverts. It's because you're good. Just good. You're, you're good in the moment. You get the source material. You know, very, very quickly. You 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 get your head around it. Give it, it to really me. Good. I'll give it to you. That's. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> A- I love that. Acting is reacting. AKA reading give it to me. is rereading. I'll give it to you. <laughs> and, 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 and podcasting is repodcasting. Absolutely. Um, so. And day drinking is tragic. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course it's not. It's from from December first onwards. As soon as as soon as Magic FM is playing Christmas music all day, all bets are off. You can have brandy for breakfast. Do you Do know it. what? I always think like day drinking's like a little bit gaudy, and night drinking's like quite classy. So I do my day drinking outside. <laughs> day drinking in the park. <laughs> yeah. In the, on the streets that's for the kids <laughs> so that's for the neighbors to see so we have got um an interesting problem because i think a lot of people experience this at christmas yes yeah because and, and like it's a bit the, it, the, the the parents do love it don't they they do love to stick it all on their shoulders and say oh i'm gonna do all of this there is a sort of martyrdom <laughs> to Christmas, isn't there? Yeah, there's a yeah, sort of self-flagellation yeah. to there I is. want to do it all. And also as well, there's, there's an element of... Because I know the one year that we did Christmas, I felt incredibly aggrieved. I never felt like people were getting into it as much as I wanted them to. You know, you sort of set yourself a bar of like, well, if I'm going to do all the work, I want you to have loads and loads of fun. Yeah, Why aren't you having yeah, loads and yeah. loads of fun? You're just sat there reading the paper. I want you to have loads and loads of fun. And you go, you can't like... It's a tricky one with Christmas, isn't it? Because... It's, it's 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 very very hard to please everybody at the same time you know it's a time when you realize hey we may be family but we are disparate i've got two tricks here i've got two i didn't say desperate here. by the way i said disparate <laughs> <laughs> i've got two two tricks i'd say i've got Look, a trick and all yeah looking forward to this first one Every time you go and get yourself a drink make sure you get yourself that drink and as you're going say i'm just get myself a drink does everyone else want one that way, it isn't like, give me that job, but it means ah, people are always going to be stocked up with drinks. Lovely. And yeah, so, like, it, and it's, a, it's just a sort of way of doing it. You just go, oh, I'm going to get myself a drink. Does everyone else want one? Great. Plus, then you make sure you get to have the lion's share of the Baileys. Yeah. <laughs> so, <but> you, know, like, <laughs> you control the measures. You know where the Baileys is. Yeah. So, you know, like, but like that takes away immediately making sure everyone's got a drink from your mom running around. Mm-hmm. Secondly, eat off your hands more. <laughs> I, I like this oh Christmas dinner with Tom Parry is an absolute state so look obviously, no plates for me thank you pour the gravy straight into my gob 
Obviously, with your din-dins, that's fine. That's going to be on the plate, no probs. But, you know, I'm talking about afternoon, evening. You know, you can have a lot of buffets going on and you can help yourself, yeah, things like yeah. that. So the more you eat on the go in your hand at the duff- at the buffet table, the less you're <laughs> creating mess for your mom. Oh, you know, I, you I know, love I, how you're, you're kind of shaping this as though this is something you did for the benefit of other people, when really <laughs> it's just Tom hunched over the buffet table. Yeah, I'm thinking about mom. I've got, I've, got a gr- mom I've got a great idea that, that sort of it takes that one step further, Parry, because I love that idea about eating with your hands. I think that's great, or eating off your hands. Um, what about this? When you arrive on Christmas Eve, you say, I've got everybody in the house a present, right? Everyone's going, bloody hell, Christmas Eve presents. This is exciting. You, you, you hand them out. And you know, like at the theatre, those ice cream trays, you've got everybody one of those. And you go, <laughs> that's you for the day, right? You've all got, you're all carrying around a tray. So anytime you want a drink, you want food, whack it in the tray, Right. And then at the um, at the end of the uh, at the end of the, the the holiday, as everyone's going home, you say, "Hand in your trays. I'll chuck them in the landfill." That's great because it, <laughs> it picks like, up minute. all the crumbs. Was, it's like one of those. It's like exactly. one of those baby bibs that's got the kind of the little. You're you're basically yeah. You're giving the scoop oh bib God. to every member of the family. Every and it also means you can have Christmas dinner on the go. So if you want to have a little wander around the house while you're having Christmas dinner, <laughs> absolutely fine. Get away I from your family. I don't know about you, but as soon as I've had a, you know, as soon as I've had a bit of Christmas dinner, I always get quite quite antsy. I want to get up. I want to move around. Yeah, so very I think true. A cu- couple of sprouts. I want to do a couple of laps of the house. Uh, I've got my I've got my Christmas tray. Also, I hate it when mid dinner you need to go to the toilet and you have to stop. So that way you just get to take <laughs> that, it with oh, you. Oh, one of the worst things is having to put your food down to go to the loo. No way. Turkey drumstick, just plock it in your tray. Plock it in the scoop bib. Plock it in the scoop bib, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah, these are these are all really helpful things that actually improve Christmas as well. Yeah. Not only are you helping your mom, you're improving your own Christmas. I'm gonna take it one step further. In your in your parents' house, you arrange in November time, which you can't do it now, but in November time for a plumber to go around and plumb in six toilets. Six toilets in the front room. So you're all sat on the toilet. <laughs> With a scoop bib. With a scoop tray in front of you. Actually, <laughs> you know, just, Bailey straight oh, in fact, you just a litter. Because they just sort of like, I've eaten prawn crackers <laughs> on the toilet before and the crumbs just drip down into the bit between my legs. Your pubes. <laughs> so just through the thigh gap. So f- for this year, Christmas dinner is prawn crackers in the nude on the lav. <laughs> With a bottle of Baileys. With a bottle of Baileys. And if they're Straight not the grateful. I've <laughs> <laughs> brought my own prawn crackers. Clarky, what's your suggestion? Uh, well, actually, mine, uh, you, you kind of covered yours. Uh, you pop, Sorry, you popped out to answer the door while we were saying <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you've just so come back. So, sorry, go on. Tray. For the <laughs> sake! Oh, what a part of fun. What? Um, so, yeah, I was going to say, give if you turn up and with the intention of just, like, a job. So I know Tom, well, you like, covered oh, I'm this the postman, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you? You'd love to be able to turn up and tell your family you've got a job. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make this about you, Clarky. <laughs> Just please your mum for once. Lie and pretend you've got a job. I've got a job, but do you know what? There's going to be presents for me this year. As well, yeah. so. This this year, Clarky's present to his family is business cards. <laughs> going to hand out a business card. 
It'll just, it'll just say Ben Clark employed. That'll be it. <laughs> and a phone number underneath it. Not my number, of course. No, of course. I'll vouch for you. Just 999. <laughs> I, 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 I called the phone and Emily Attack answered it. <laughs> uh, Kieran, are you have you have you ever hosted Christmas? Do you ever host? Do you, do you help out? What's your what's your deal? No, uh, I'll, I, I'm a big helper. I go back. I go back. Well, the thing with my thing, the thing with my thing is, it's the one time of year that I'm back there, and so I make a real effort. The prodigal son, uh, as does every like my it, my mum makes a big effort for me because it's the one time of year she sees me. Uh, everyone's making a big effort. I make a big effort to do stuff around the house to to do all that. What I would say is, what my opinion on this is, is just let her do it because she wants to. Like it's like I know my mother wouldn't really, the yeah, bi- the Billy Piper. I know my mother wouldn't really take, yeah, like she, you know, she likes a bit of help doing the vegetables in the morning on Christmas Day. She likes that, but she also likes her plan. She likes to be doing Christmas the way she wants to do it, and yeah. it's her chance. To in a way show us all how much she loves us and how much all of that. So, I it, to an extent, you just let her have her moment of of looking after you because that's what she's looking for from from Christmas. That's a very you know what. It's a, a very good point. It's a good point. And if you are feeling guilty, employ a bit of stealth, stealth helping. Yeah, stealthing. 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 Um, yeah. Stealth on the shelf. Yeah. That's that's what you want to do. So little little jobs they don't feel like jobs, like getting like sorting out drinks, or even just taking out the recycling out food. Just sneaky while everyone's watching the film. You're just you're just tucking away that recycling. Absolutely. Go go to go to the bathroom. Go. This place needs regrouting. Just get the corking gun out and do a little bit of regrouting. Just basically sort of handy andy the place a little bit. Just go go around. Do a little. You know. Hammer and a nail, do that kind of stuff. When we were on holiday, when we used to have family summer holidays away, we used to have a competition. We'd play golf in the morning, and whoever came last would be drinks boy for the day. And it was your job to make sure everyone had drinks for the day. Then that evolved to whoever came second last became sage boy, which was snacks and general errands. And that got problematic because general errands. There's there's room, yeah. there's room for abuse there, isn't there? there? there, is, there you know, general errands is problematic, and it it, it never it always caused. But I guess is that what you were suggesting, Clark? Is you go back and go, I'm going to be drinks boy this year, or I'm yeah, gonna that's be generally boy. what I do. I just go like, oh, I'm in charge of drinks. I'm going to be so drinking then, all the drinks, yeah. guys. <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, it does help. It does mean that you're, you know, top of the list. Oh, I tell you what's good in like, Clark. If house. I want a drink, I make sure everyone else gets one as well. And until my brother comes round, because he never does anything, and then I'm like, "You're in charge of the drinks while you're here." So, as drinks boy, you are allowed to. You can tell other people. You can so deputize. Like, I just can do t- with him because he just he. he he he'll never he'll never raise a finger otherwise. So, so I, I forcibly go, you're in charge of drinks, and then we've he, had a great time beating it. up on our brothers this uh, this podcast, haven't we? We've really used <laughs> yeah. it to get out there. Um, Clarky's Clarky's family have a real treat at Christmas. Every Christmas, old uh, Clarky's dad, the Slayer, he goes off to the local brewery, this little independent brewery, and comes back with a keg of Anvil Ale that they keep under the kitchen table. And there's always a keg of Anvil on the go in Clarkie's house. Oh, Mama mia. It's wow. the absolute taste of Christmas. 
Does yeah, is it is it true stuff. that your uh, your mum does a keg stand as well? Just after <laughs> just after the Queen's speech. But you know what they say, the family that butt chugs together stays together. I wouldn't be the ideal host. <laughs> she, she hosts something. <laughs> the ideal host, Pipe. Uh, right, so... Oh, my God. <laughs> right, oh, we well, love you, Louise. Sorry. We Don't worry, she doesn't listen. <laughs> That's yeah. good. It's a good point. From the sorting out your beast. Do we come to Kieran's beef now? To yes. Kieran's festive beef? Kieran, do you have a festive beef that you'd like us to solve? Well, so so as we know, I'm not going back to Ireland. I'm going to my girlfriend's mother and that family for Christmas. Big. Now, my girlfriend... Okay. First time. First time. Uh, oh, I've met them a lot. We've been on holidays together. We've done all sorts together, but this will be the first time. Christmas. What you and your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, fast friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my my girlfriend's mother is uh, famously no fan of food, and Christmas. What? Yeah, we had oh, a, we had no. a convers- We went on holidays last year where the conversation of what would your last meal be on. Uh, if death it, on death row, hers was. Where were you on holiday? We were in Alcatraz, <laughs> <laughs> and she she chose a ham and cheese sandwich from Sainsbury's. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, you're fucked, mate. This is not going to oh, be a good no. Christmas. So that's my thing. So so Christmas is is in lots of ways all about food, all about the food. So so oh, yeah. so my question, what I want to know is. Is it legal? Can I inflict my wants on another family's Christmas? Like, what can you do in terms of taking over, going, do you know what, actually, I'm going to... Because I'm happy to cook. I'll do all that. But to come in yeah. on Christmas Eve and go, oh, that's disgusting. I'm. How about right. I make this? Like, how much can you inflict yourself on another family's Here's Christmas? Here's what you do. Wait, can I, can I ask a couple of questions before we, before uh, Parry gives his Please. verdict? Uh, Kieran... Let me just ask, um, what would be their traditional Christmas dinner in that household? Have you got any idea? Has your girlfriend told you what they might eat for a family that would, you know, that prefers a cheese and ham sandwich to anything well, else? Well, uh, she is. Well, no, here's the confusing thing because she said a cheese and ham sandwich, but traditionally, she, normally she considers herself a vegetarian. So yeah, oh, okay, it's, a la- okay. it's a last meal, mate. You've got to let her, let her, let her have the ham. Um, she's about to depart this world you might as well take a pig with you so <laughs> she would want at best a nut roast but okay. maybe not even that like if it was up to her I don't know if she'd even do that right here's, here's, here's my suggestion for you right you, you're going to you're going to have a tough time influencing the dinner itself because that's very much someone's kind of that's their they're the host they get to say what's going to be sure. the dinner but what you can do is you can, in a magnanimous gesture that's going to make you seem very generous, is you can say, look, you're hosting as a treat. Ding dong. What's that on Christmas Eve? Oh, you have put in a big supermarket order Ooh. and it's getting delivered on the 23rd. It's a surprise. And they'll be like, oh, my God, what's all this? And it's like, look, that's just my treat to the house, guys. Let's have a great Christmas. I just want to say thank you for hosting. 
here's a big here's some loads of treats for the house and in that supermarket order there's your big wheel of brie there's your big chunk of gammon all the shit that you know you're going to need in that house to have a massive christmas and what the family are going to go is like whoa what a generous guy you know stick in some veggie pate in there you know you're not insensitive but there's also three packs of fucking duck liver pate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got sent. I got <laughs> sent yeah, a hamper. Yeah, yeah. This, but this morning, I got sent a hamper. It's put me in the Christmas mood from uh, from my agents. Thank you to Avalon. Shout out to Avalon. Lovely guys. Big shout out lovely to guys. Avalon. Don't lovely listen people. to what you heard. Uh, a lovely <laughs> hamper, and in it, there's some wild boar pate, and uh, that'll be coming. Yeah, Was there, any, there, there, there can't have been any wine in that hamper though, because you're drinking five day old. <laughs> you're drinking the cooking wine from the fridge. And, well, I'm saving. I'm sa- there was a there was a bottle of wine. I'm saving it for Goldsmith. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Zoltzman's got a funny story, hasn't he, about Avalon buying Christmas presents? Where he got a hamper from Avalon, and he was like, "Oh my god, that's so nice! They sent me a hamper." And he was gigging that night with Frank Skinner, who'd also signed with Avalon, and they'd bought him a boat. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> But Frank Skinner is the younger brother, so <laughs> I swear, I swear, oh, Andy told wow. me that story. I really believed it, but now that I'm retelling it, look, oh, it bro. seems big, but it's not impossible. It's not impossible. You I sure mean, it wasn't like an iPad, <laughs> but like you know, Frank Skinner would have been with Avalon by that stage for like 15 years. Would have done, you know, he would have played Wembley. You know, he's, a, he's earned a boat tens of times he's over. He's earned a boat. He's earned a boat. But I think a boat. Can you get someone a boat as a present? It feels like too much of like. It's a what bit like the ball, do... it's like bullseye, isn't it? It's like if you win a boat, you're fucked, aren't you? Yeah. What the <laughs> hell are you going to do with it? You sell a well, boat. Well, it, it, I mean, talking about how good I am at sight reading. Uh, one of the ads I turned down was for a gambling ad. Uh, good for you. It was a series of gambling ads. It ruins lives. I mean, I do it all the time. But it, but it <laughs> it's ruined, it ruined your life specifically. It, it, it ruins lives. It may be ruining mine. We'll wait and see. But uh, I, I said no to it, and it was so much money. And uh, uh, James, who is in the sketch group Beasts with me, uh, he was in a waiting room for another advert, and they were talking about how nobody gets paid that much for adverts anymore, except for this one that his friend and the guy he was talking to his friend had both gone for this gambling ad. I turned it down. His friend then got it. And the guy said, yeah. Do you want to know what he did with the money? He bought a boat. Oh, I could have had a boat, guys. I could have had what? a boat. I don't know what I would have done with it, but I could have had it. Are you, yeah. sure, he could are you sure he could have sailed to Ireland? Are you sure he didn't... Um, was That wasn't the, the actual payment. Just like, we can't boats. give you any cash, but we can give you this boat that Frank Skinner doesn't need anymore. <laughs> we were... Um, we, my stag dude was on a boat, wasn't it? And we were all set on the boat, being like, this is amazing. Oh, for such yeah. a little time. It's so great being out on a boat. We should do boats more often. And Kieran just had this thousand-yard stare and just went, I could have had a boat. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, what? I could have had a boat. <laughs> There's going to be a real rosebud moment for you at the end of your life when you're just going to say the word boat. Rowboat. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? I think, I think that might well be beef solved there, you know. I, I, it really chimed with me, this beef, because I, uh, I too am 
doing the exact same thing, spending my first Christmas with my girlfriend because I I can't go can't go home for it. And um, what I've resolved to do is just tell them things I want to do are like a family tradition of mine. Oh, break their hearts. Yeah. So for example, there's an NFL. My my NFL team's playing that night. I'm going to be family tradition for us is always to watch NFL. I think it's like a great get out clause. You can is only that do it gonna, once. Are people going to believe that? Does the NFL always happen on Christmas Eve? That little little know, little Nana Clark sits down every year. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she loved the New York Giants. She's such a big fan of the New York Giants, my nan. Um, it's, yeah, I think that's a good idea, though. Pass anything off as a tradition, can't you? There you go. It yeah. is a tradition, your honours. Tom's idea is an absolute. It's a belter. Yeah, definitely. Because it's it's it, it involves you know a level of generosity that they can't you know it's and it doesn't have to be showy does it it's just generous yeah. it's Christmas it's Christmas you're going look look you're being so kind you're giving me a, a, you know you're you're letting me stay here for Christmas I can't go go back go back home just to make it feel more festive I've got you all this stuff and if they're not using the oven for anything really then yeah, yeah. stick the hand in there think, go for I it think three I like hands. it I think it's good I think I, I think we take that so so I'm bringing a hamper. And I'm telling them that my family tradition is not to eat a shit dinner. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you may want to do a, a slight rewrite on that line, but basically the, the, the essence yeah, yeah, of that yeah, is yeah. true. Um, Kieran, thanks so much for coming on the oh, podcast. God, guys, what such a pleasure. treat. Do you think now you're ready to do yeah. Goldsmith's pod? No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's a future in podcasting for you, Kieran Dad. That was a, that was an effortless debut. God, you're yeah. gorgeous. Gorgeous. gorgeous it really it was it was wonderful it was absolutely it was wonderful so nice of you to say merry christmas man merry christmas everyone and now you merry can spend the afternoon christmas. celebrating you know a podcast i don't know time what to, to do with the rest the of the day now that i'm in this state i'll <laughs> tell you what now you're a podcaster you're gonna you're gonna make so much coin mate you're gonna be able to buy you're gonna be able to buy like 15 boats the old podcaster's dilemma what do i do with the rest of my day <laughs> <laughs> Wallop, Bosh, can't argue with that. You cannot festive. argue with that. So festive. Immediately festive. A great festive app. Love that. It makes me, it really, really makes me want to go and drink a bottle of wine in the middle of the day. Oh. It just, it, you know, there's, there is a man who knows how to live. He knows how to live. Um, what else can we tell you? Oh, yeah, one more message. One more email. Uh, this one from Steve. This oh, time. Yeah. And it says, it's, it's Pappy's ruining my wife's day. Ah, uh, we will do that. Uh, as I strolled We've around the house, life. listening to Pappy's on my mo- mobile Bluetooth speaker, chuckling away, why wouldn't I? Uh, I remembered my wife had a video meeting in the home office. <laughs> oh, no. As I walked towards the door of the office to close it, still holding the speaker, Matthew bellowed, rub a little, <laughs> rub a little bit of meth on his anus in the Neighbourhood Watch segment. My wife slammed the door just as, I, just as I reached it and glared with fury at me through the glass as I laughed my face off. Day ruined. I look forward to reading her review on the podcast app, Steve. Well, thank you, Steve. Apologies to Steve's wife, but I would stay Let's, tuned if I were you because yeah. it's a very strong uh, Neighbourhood Watch roll call just after this. No meth this time. But, no, uh, but if you want to enjoy it the purest way, do rub a little meth on your anus before you have a listen. Bottle of white wine, load of meth on the anus. Let's hope she's not a doctor, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? That could be the new vaccine. It could be. Easier to store. Um, 
so the other thing we should say is the Patreon as well uh, goes from strength to strength. Flatshare Lockdown's really, really fun. If you want to listen to full episodes of Flatshare Lockdown, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash pappy's flatshare. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, yeah, go, go and follow us on Twitter, all of that kind of stuff. But most of all, have a very Merry Christmas. Exactly right. We love you very much. This episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham team. team. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. All right, everybody. All right, everybody. Please be upstanding for the Patreon Neighborhood Watch (laughs) Roll Call. Okay. Oh, yeah. Listen, um, I've been, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, listen. He, he's a real gent. His name is Richard Kemp. He's an arsehole. What? He's an he's arsehole. An <laughs> right, listen. Okay. All okay, right. Okay. Um, oh, God. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, his dick weighs a ton. He's Andy Richardson. He's a prick. He's a prick. He's a prick. He's a nice guy. Though. He's a nice guy. He's a good uh, guy. We, we, we say that in jest. Richard Kemp, we, Andy Richardson, good guys. We say it in jest, but he's a real prick. But we, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oi. He goes Oi. out rambling. His name is Chris Hamblin. He's a knob. He's a knob. He's a knob. He's a really nice guy, though. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. A, oh, he's a great lad. Oh. Don't get me wrong. He got nicked by the old Bailey for being a real cunt. It's Patrick O'Bailey. <laughs> it's Patrick O'Bailey. Real nice guy. Oh, he's yeah. a good man, though. He's a good bloke. He's a good man. He's a good bloke. I think away, he's yeah. really great. And his name is David Waite. He's a cat. <laughs> he's a cat. Oh, no, no, he's a good, he's a good, now listen, no, 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 he's, a, he's a good, he's a good man. He's, he's a, good a man. solid egg. He's a good egg. He's a round egg. His loins are very fertile. It's Gary Elod Turtle. He's a cat. <laughs> he's a lovely little lad. He's a good man, though. Don't listen. Yeah, don't. He's a good man. No, 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 no. Leave it. Easy, fertile. easy now. Leave it. Have a wash I've tried to make her, but she won't. It's Emma Baker, smelly girl. Oh, no, 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 no. She's lovely. Fresh as a daisy. Fresh as a daisy. Honestly, straight out of the spa. Yeah, you're straight out. Straight out of the spa. Straight out of the spa. I heard he shagged a sailor and his name is Sam Taylor. He's a prick. He's a prick. He's a prick. No, no, he's a good, he does a lot for the armed forces. He does, he does. He loves Forces. Okay, here we go. She is my favourite soldier, Labelia Koja. Koja. <laughs> Clocky, you got a nice thing, mate. <laughs> She's a legend. Hey! I once saw a do a pee, her name is KB. Oh no, don't pee <laughs> oh, on no, the floor. No, don't pee on the floor. Well, when you got a go, you got a go. I heard that from King Mo. He's a prick. He's a prick. He's a prick. He's a really nice guy. As what well. a good guy. What a good Honestly, guy. You, Kate, you could meet someone who'd do Kate more for B, you. KB, King Mo, Lebeja Kodua. All good eggs. <laughs> He pays a decent wage. His name is Thomas Page. He's a cat. <laughs> He's a lovely lad. Oh, he's he's a, a good man. He's a good man. guy for the he's wages, a good man. but I mean, come on. 
<laughs> he wants got his dick out on a cruise liner. It's Rob Reiner. <laughs> it's Rob Reiner. Put it away. Can we can we just say this is his name is Rob Reiner, not Rob Reiner, the uh, movie director who did this. Oh, is Spinal Tap. Yeah, no, that guy's no, that guy's that. never been on a cruise in his life. No, 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 He's, uh, well, fucking hell. Uh, right, okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Keep it. Um, he's always scheming and planning, and his name is Ben Brannan. He's a prick. He's a prick. A lovely prick. A prick. Uh, what a good prick. What a good prick. He loves to get in fights. His name is Arlie Knight. Knights of the Realm. Knights of the Realm. He's a knob. He's a knight of the realm. He's a good lad. He's a good lad. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the truth. He's a rotter, in it. His name is Chris Gwinnett. He's a rotter, in it. Yeah, he's a rotter, in it. Yeah, he's a rotter, in it. Yeah, he's a good lad, actually. He's a good lad. Cheerio, but be back soon. Yeah. Um, is politics a moderate? His name is Luke Moderate. <laughs> Very nice. I've, I've disappointed bloke. myself with that one there. <laughs> he's a lovely bloke. What's that you need to take it to a doctor? <laughs> what is that? What is that? Seriously, Libby, what is what that? Is that? What is that what you need to take it to a that? doctor? What is that? Oh, well, this cunt's really fancy, and his name is Nick Dancy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolute rotty, yeah. Oh, he's danced with Darcy Bustle, and his oh, name okay. is Paul Russell. What, what a man. treat to meet a beautiful ballroom dancer like himself. <laughs> Ten. Nine. Eight. <laughs> And that's the countdown. Yes, the countdown. As today, much as we're, much as we're prepared to do there, guys. Ten, watch. nine, eight. Roll call. <laughs> You're all lovely people. <laughs> yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 